You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 392, To Sleep a Thousand Years and Wake to Find a Dream. Welcome to episode 392 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I am Paul French, and today I am baby's birthday boy. Aww. Yeah, little uh, the littlest uh, it, it turns three today. Aww. That's so adorable. Which is crazy. Mm, and well. I, say, I say today as the day that this episode posts. We had her birthday party today, the day that we're recording, and... Um, and yes, yes, she is uh, all ready to be three, apparently. Well, mm. like it like it happens, you know? Exactly. So it's been a long day. <laughs> it's been a long day and, 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 and a long weekend because Jam was away camping with Ella. Um, and uh, so uh, last, uh, at my last stage before all this, uh, I was baking cake at one in the morning. So, Ooh. yes, it was, well, uh, Sarah was not sleeping. She was sleeping lightly. And so ah. it was hard to cook. You know, it was hard to bake right uh, right down, yeah. down the hall. So, um, yeah. So it was a, it was a late one. So I'm, I'm starting to starting to bounce back. Ah. Just in time for this story. Ah. Uh, which is going to set you right back on your yeah. ropes. Your turn, sir. Yeah, I am Darren Noel, and I am a crud kid, because uh, I got the crud. Um, I wish I had gone to a con to get the crud, but I haven't. I I just got sick, uh, like, Thursday afternoon at work. And, uh, yeah, I came home to discover, oh, I have a 102-degree fever. Yay. Mm. I caught something. I don't know what it was. And I finally kicked it um, this morning. But I, I spent Friday, Saturday, and Sunday basically... Uh, lying down. Oh, by the way, did I mention I have finals this week? Huzzah! And I should have been studying. I have a presentation on Tuesday, and yeah, it's just perfect storm for academia mm. and illness and work and everything else under the sun. It's like, okay, whatever. We'll just we'll we'll do the best we can and we'll move on with it because over it, you know. So, yay! Exactly, but that's okay, Dan, because you know oh, it's it's fine. It'll be fine. I'm not worried about it because there's no point. Worry is just excessive energy outward. Indeed. Nothing about. So I worry not about it. So. And that's me. Well, you know, <coughs> sir, you know what? what's going to make it all better? A millennium? Uh, is the... Is the what? What are you? What are you up to? Uh, I was. Ah, there we go. That's that's right. It's time for the millennium. Ah, oh, Lordy, have mercy. Yeah. That did not make it all better, I have to tell you. Uh, I'm, it's not, it's not going to get a whole lot better from here, sir. All right. No, it's not. No, that, it's not, kids. But, but just lest you think, is this the event theater where they talk about the actual Millennium Series? The answer to that is no. No, it is not. No. 
Uh, yeah. We're going to uh, to deal with the uh, oh, the Laurel Kent story. The tie-in. Yes. Basically, the, the basically uh, yeah, it was the shoehorning in of a um, editorial edict mandate whatever yeah you yeah it. you know shoehorning in of uh, of a crossover story um and one more superman character to get rid of well and that's it and that last little bit of house cleaning uh that needed to be done um and so so we're, we're gonna get into that um it's a two-parter and we're gonna kind of move through it because i gotta say of the uh baxter run stories possibly my least favorite i would agree with you you know, and uh, I, would, I would say this is easily in the top five. Not this is not a high point. No, all. no, at all. No. So uh, yeah, I would. Uh, I'd, I'd give I'd give Omen of, a profit more than this. Uh, ooh, ooh, oh, I went there. Oh, yeah, I went yeah. there. Yeah, you went there. There's a, this. The story is bogged down with a lot of heavy exposition. Yeah, which relies on the fact that you've not read Millennium. Even though it's in every book that's coming out for two months at DC. So what was Millennium, so, Darren? Millennium was uh, an eight-issue weekly book about how the uh, Millennium was going to come. And in it, we would get a new evolution of humanity. And the Manhunters were going to stop that. So, of course, it was up to the Guardians of the Universe and uh, ultimately the Zamorans to help stop that from happening. Or, or they were going to stop the Manhunters from doing their thing. Right. And you would get these teaser ads saying, one of these three characters is about to betray blah, 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 whoever. You know, whatever book they appeared in regularly. And it was typically, you know, one person who you knew, no, that's not going to be the person. And then it was two tertiary characters were like, mm, okay, one of those. Um, I think Justice League's was like Black Canary, Rocket Red, and somebody, Captain Atom, maybe. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And so everyone's like, oh, it's Rocket Red. Okay, done. Um, I don't know if Legion got that ad or not. Um, I don't uh, yeah, I don't think, I don't think they did. So. I don't think they did. I don't know who they would have picked. Um, as the, uh, as the Red Herrings? Laurel, yeah, Gigi Cusimano, Laurel, Kent, or Quizlet. You know, I... Huh, that would have been good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could have seen that, but basically, in every DC book, there was a a sleeper agent from the Manhunters that was supposed to activate and cause a lot of mayhem. That's basically it. Yeah, that's the point to all of these tie-in issues. Yeah. So basically, in 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 all cases, it's it's you know someone that has been an ally to the heroes has gone bad. And... Yep. Etc. Etc. Um, yeah. So, so for example, in Superman, it was Lana Lang. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Just I think that of... might have been the surprising one. Mm-hmm. I think that might have been the one that was a surprise. Who was it in Batman? Was it one of his love interests? It has been one so long, many, I don't remember. Any love interests. Um, it wasn't Alfred or anything like that, but I think Alfred was one of the suspects. I, I remember few of them than I, than I think, you know? Um, yeah, well, like, that's because they're not memorable stories. Well, that's true. That's true. And in The Outsiders, it was Dr. Jace. Yeah, um, Dr. Jace. Dr. Helga Jace. And that was how they brought the uh, the original Outsiders series to an end, actually. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, 
She's, Although it was kind of the second series by that point. But, yeah, you know. but she she did her job well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did. She did. Um, oh, and in Flash, it was um, uh, Rudy West, Wally's dad. Ah. And, um, yeah. So. Um, yeah, I see not remembering any of that. Because, unfortunately, these were shoehorn stories. This mm-hmm. was just... This is what we talk about when we talk about having a, a, a line-wide story, but yet there's nothing about it that's really gripping or telling. It's just formulaic, and it feels it. The Legion one had another issue, though. The Legion one was used to get rid of the last vestiges of the Big Red S. Yeah. So Laurel had to go. Yeah, so so yeah, you know, I guess that that was less of a surprise for sure. Um, well, it's also, I mean, she's she's shown up a lot in the Baxter Run for a Legion Academy student. You know, a lot. I mean, first, she was shot, which they never go back and quasi explain. I don't think how that ever worked out. Now it's <laughs> a manhunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, whatever. Um, but then she winds up dating Sunboy. Okay, sure. In in a in a fashion that's you know g- even given, um, some boys, uh, um, womanizing proclivities. Thank you. Yep. That's exactly the word I was fishing for. His habits. Yeah. It it still, um, you know, it, it, it's it's still uh, um. <coughs> Didn't it, it didn't feel remotely organic? Like it felt like, like uh-huh. it came out of nowhere and made no sense. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, so um, you know that's that's kind of a, that that always makes it uh, a little tougher to uh, tougher to get into. Um, so so this of course led to the the whole thing with Millennium. Uh, like Darren said. Um, they, they, they've got this sort of this evolution of humanity coming up and, uh, the Manhunters want to put an end to it. And so, um, everyone else is trying to guard the chosen ones. So you've got two tropes, right? You've got traitors and you've got, you know, you've got the betrayal side of things, you know, some, someone, one of your allies is an enemy. And then you've also got the chosen one, which is what allows us to then create new series coming out of Millennium. And, um, yeah, the new guardians. Yeah. Which wasn't that great. It was not, it was not it. And it lasted about, uh, I think 13 issues. Yeah. And, uh, 12 or 13 issues somewhere around there. And Uh, uh, didn't they shoehorn Harbinger into there too? Yes. Yes. She was, she was one of them. And so, of course, Harbinger, as we remember from crisis was, you know, cause some of the crisis folks were still hanging around. Yeah. Well, Lady Quark had gone on to L-E-G-I-O-N. Not, not yet. Not yet, but not she yet. would eventually. And then Pariah would just drop off the face of the planet. So, yay. Until uh, Infinite Crisis. Until Infinite, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was trying to just see if I could... Uh, uh, yeah, I don't have those issues here. I was going to say see if there was a, um, a list. A uh, list? A list of the... Um, isn't that what the Wikipedia is for? Yeah, but it's not in there. Um, ah, bastards! The one thing we need, and it's not in right? there. Right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, um, yeah. Rotten bastards. 
Yeah. So you know what? I'll, I'll yeah, maybe at some point one. Maybe when we talk about Millennium, we'll worry about that. Yeah. Um. Uh, later. We have yeah. to get through this. That's right. That's story. right. Okay. So um, so this is from Legion of Superheroes number forty-two. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, on the cover, we've uh, again an awesome Steve Vital cover. Um, yep. where we see uh, Laurel standing there and uh, the and legionnaires are walking in. We've got uh, um, uh, some boy with looks like Violet behind him. Yep. Uh, polar boy next to him. Uh, invisible kid kind of skulking behind him and Shadow Lass. And Laurel is, you know, it's kind of split in half where we see like a robot form as well. And some boy is saying, well, Laurel, are you, gonna, are you finally going to tell us your secret? And it's like, what secret? She's not censor girl. This is that 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 yeah. thought that speech bubble is totally out of context. Yeah. We have not been building. Nothing's to this. been building up to anything to even make this scene happen. Yeah, so. this literally comes out of nowhere. It's just, but but you know the only groundwork that we sort of saw was uh, the whole Sunboy um, dating her thing, so that mm-hmm. there could be sort of that connection. Yep. All right. So. Um, so basically, Talus and uh, and uh, Polar Boy are just sort of having a uh, talk about how uh, you know stuff's being cleaned up after Starfinger, and uh, isn't that great? Yeah, it's um, wonderful. He says, you know, the things are even calm enough that I let the SPs borrow Phantom Girl, Ultra Boy, Magnetic Kid, and Block for a special assignment to find the Wanderers. Um, there was a Wanderers series around this time. Uh huh. Um. Doug Munch writing, I believe, and Dave, yeah, Dave so. Hoover on art on art for much of it, um, and dinosaur bird sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, Ugh, tell, tell us, tell us says that he's not familiar with these wanderers, and uh, Polar Boy says, "Hey, you can scan the details of their history from my subconscious memory if you want." Yeah, why? Why look up files? Why not? Um, and he says how it all worked out great, except for Colossal Boy's injuries. Yeah. Although uh, Polar Boy seems to think that that, that he's going to be just fine. Um, uh, So Zendak calls and says that they found no trace of Starfinger's body or identity. Um, And Telus takes this opportunity to get out of the room. Uh And, uh, oh, there are Sunboy and Laurel Kent. And uh, um, they've they've apparently been up uh, dancing half the night. And... um, and uh, so yeah, they they seem to be uh, they seem to be very close, very cozy. Yep. And um, some boy asks her to come in and see his etchings. Yes, and she mole- she's a good girl, and she politely refuses. Yeah, it's her her molec- his molecular motion sculptures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, so, uh, he, so she says, "Tomorrow's time enough," and he goes, "True night." And she says night, and then thinks sorry anyway, but not as sorry as you'll be. I've waited for this night for so long. A thousand years, we think. Bum, bum, bum. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now remember, Laurel's been around for a while at this at this stage, about um, what twelve, about ten or twelve years. And oh uh, yeah, she's an established character. Totally. Like, did she first show up in the Dawn Star issue, or had she shown um, up? I, I think around then. So she's, yeah. she's at least Disco Legion 
Yeah, so like, so yeah, it's been about 11 years that she's been a character. Um, so we go to the gym, and yep. um, everyone's doing their workout, and uh, Telus goes in there, and uh, and uh, um, Invisible Kid wants to know if he wants to join him in the pool, and he says, uh, he says, usually I arrive here after everyone is asleep, Invisible Kid. I have no wish to disturb you, and uh, but you know, the. Um, he, so he so he does finally decide to jump in after some after Invisible Kid says that he, he would welcome his company, and he says, "Great Mother Ocean, it is not, but I must take the waters as I find as I find them," and um, and so they're kind of doing their thing, and then Chameleon Boy comes in, and they say, "How hey, funny seeing you here at this time of night, Cam, but then you don't get to the gym much at any time, do you?" And he says, mm-hmm. "No, as you know, Violet. Actually, I'm only here to open the storage compartment." And uh, this is as a favor for uh, Colossal Boy. Ah. And um, who is feeling awful, but better. And he mm. says, uh, Dr. G- uh, Gimel has a slow program worked out for him, and Colossal Boy is restless as ever. But having his own equipment to work out with will cheer him. Um, so, yeah, they talk about, hey, you know, you're a good friend. And he says, hey, we've been together since the day we joined the Legion. Again, this is the, oh, see, we're, it's all camaraderie. Yeah. Um, so then Laurel is um, in the corridors and, um, you know, kind of doing her thing. Yeah, Computer do- seems to think everything's fine. So she starts, uh, you know, messing with uh, tube codes, portal switch activators, everything she needs. She says, Your headquarters are mine, Legionnaires, but all I want is this room, the multi lab. Awesome. Even to me after so many centuries and everyone. What? Uh-huh. So many centuries, but but, centuries. but but she's a descendant of Superman. And um, she says, I've waited so long to get to these data banks, the correlation circuits. There's no mortal world that has equaled Kalu uh, at the construction of artificial intelligences. So keep in mind, you know, Millennium happened a thousand years ago. Yep. Um, so she's kind of late on her mission. Yeah. Which is another reason why this story made no sense. Exactly. Um, I would I would have much rather have seen Laurel go out as a hero fighting a manhunter yeah. than this. Mm-hmm. But eh. So um, uh, uh, Brainy uh, comes in to ask what she's doing in his laboratory. And she says, that Brainiac 5 you cannot know. And... Um, uh, so Chameleon Boy is on his way out, and uh, he gets told that uh, Dream Girl had a premonition about his next mission. And he goes, but she didn't think I'd listen to her, so she asked you to tell me? Don't worry, my next stop is just a social call. Huh. And uh, he goes to... Um, uh, uh, Element Lad tries to invite himself along, and uh, Chameleon Boy says, that's unnecessary. And besides, I did take a one-man cruiser. Hmm. And Element Lad never gave him that information. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, and just the, um, yeah, well, you know, stuff's afoot, clearly. Yeah, stuff's always um, afoot. We yeah. can't. Always. Uh, so in the multi uh, lab, um, Laurel is throwing stuff at Brainy. He's got the force shield on. Uh, he says, Laurel, you're acting irrationally. Stop smashing things against my force shield and tell me what your problem is. And uh, he says, whatever it is you need, the Legion will be glad to help. You know that, please. And she says, I must have use of your computers without interference, Brainiac. That is all the help I need. And she is really throwing lots of stuff. And she finally kind of, she 
Looks like she knocks him out and uh, says, surprised by my strength, Brainiac. That should show you that there is much you do not know about me. Um, and, um, but, you know, reinforcements arrive in the form of Talus, Violet, and Shady. Yep. And, uh, she says, you cannot understand the consequences of your interference, Legionnaire, so please, depart now. I would prefer not to harm you. And they're all, What? And uh, she says, for someone whose only superpower is invulnerability, you're talking awful lo- awfully loudly, Kent. She says, if you notice what surrounded your shrinking valley, you would realize my powers are greater than you know. Yep. Yep. But Vi is sometimes too impetuous for her own good. Mm, very true. Very true. Um, but she says, I suppose you must uh, learn by the evidence of your own uh, senses. Um, everyone's kind of shocked at, at, at this betrayal by, by Laurel. And um, Shady gets everything dark, but of course, um, you know, um, this this prevents Laurel from being able to see the computers clearly enough to finish her task. She says, I have to make use of the data I already extracted and make it do, and make it do. She says, but where is it? And she finds it and she says, farewell Legionnaires, it has taken many years of patience, but you've served your purpose. And we shall never see each other again. And she gets out of there. Yeah. She uh, go bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say, straight through a triple layer of inertron. I thought only mon could do that so easily. I wonder who or what Laurel Kent surely, truly is. Hmm. And they say, well, if she is a descendant of Superman, as she claims, she certainly inherited more than his invulnerability and none of his nobility. Um, so they say, it sounds like we interrupted her in the middle of... Uh, of using the databanks and uh, and Brainy said that she was actually lucky to find him at all because uh, he says he left uh, to compare notes on a theory with Circadius Senius um, because he says he, he since he began his current project he has scarcely left the lab yeah and we'll um, get to that in issue yeah. 50 <laughs> yeah oh yes yes um, so uh, Polar Boy shows up and says, uh, what happened? The mission monitor board showed trouble down here, but he sees the hole in the ceiling. And um, Laurel says, uh, and so ends the life of Laurel Kent. A shame. This has been a, remar- a remarkably convenient identity. I wonder if Superman's disguise served his secret as well. It's so hard to recall. Um, um, and she goes, as she goes flying by, uh, Cam sees her and thinks... That's strange. What, what's she doing flying over Metropolis at this time? She says, I never thought her the type to abuse her privilege of wearing a flight ring. And he says, I should make a note to uh, discuss that with Bouncing Boy when I return. But under the circumstances, that would probably be unwise. Um, so back at HQ, they're kind of cleaning up after, after the mess. and um, But now they've still got to repair the damage, as Dream Girl says. And um, some boy says, hey, uh, <laughs> I hear this was sort of my fault. Sort of, kind of, yeah. You know, he says, uh, offer accepted, some boy, but not the apology. Laurel's an academy graduate, and we trusted her. Any of us could have made a mistake. Although, look at that look Dreamy's giving, son boy. That, that's clearly some cattiness from the comments from the previous issue. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um 
So uh, Brainy wants to get things fixed. He says it would uh, take far too much time to repair the circuitry and then determine what mischief Laurel intended. Far swifter to do the investigation myself, substituting for whatever computing power is unavailable. And uh, so he gets himself in the chair, and it's challenging. He kind of merges himself with the machine, as it were. And um, but he believes he has a theory. It might be bunnies. Mm, or maybe midgets. <laughs> yes. Um, so on Medicus One, we see uh, Colossal Boy in uh, his in his uh, hospital bed saying, I haven't had this much relaxation since I joined the Legion. Moves ball tournaments, uh, good whole hollows to view. The hospital food is almost as bad as some of the fleet bases served when I was a kid. Hmm. Um, so Cam brings him his exercise equipment and he says, thanks for bringing it. Uh, Got to stay in shape somehow. And, uh, and Cam asks how he's doing and he says, uh, Dr. Gimmel swears he ran enough artificial nerve fiber in my leg to stretch a cable halfway to Mars. Then he said he wants to be paid by the meter. Ugh. See, it only hurts when I laugh. He says, old joke, Earthman. Starfinger burned you badly. And he says, he said he owed it to me, which is the weirdest part. I'm glad he's dead and not in my conscience. And, uh, and Cam says, if he is dead, my friend, if he really is. Rule number one, no body, yeah. no death. All right, so uh, we see the Legionnaires making their way into the Himalayas, and um, they find a temple and, um, and make their way down there, say, uh, yeah, a Buddhist temple, proud possessors of one of Earth's finest data banks. So they ask if they can see the computer, and the guy says, uh, yes, all we have is for all to share. Well, this can go badly. Gem yeah. on his uh, collar starts, uh, starts glowing, and um, and and sure enough, it's all bad. Uh, yep. they, they start zapping at them. Um, so then uh, they open the thing, and there on the altar is sits uh, sits Laurel Kent, saying, "You should never have come here, Legionnaires," and she's in full Manhunter mode. Oh, totally. She's and, now wearing more clothes than she ever has. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, and uh, and her face has gone uh, metallically uh, white. Um, she says, "The name you call me by is meaningless. Everything you know about me is a lie. But the truth is, as beyond you as as immortality exceeds your grasp." She says, "Leave now." She says, "Leave now and keep your lives. I grant you this is a favor from the one you thought I was." And they are like, "Yeah, not having it. Not having. Yeah, it. not having this." So, um, um, so uh, uh, Element Lad changes the throne into Kryptonite, which actually has no effect because, of course, she's not she's, what they thought. She's not Kryptonian at yeah. all. And um, so, some boy says, uh, you know, she says, "I'm not who you thought thought I was." And he says, and some boy says, "Then who are you, lady?" And she says, "Your heat cannot pierce the green beam, some boy. So be not so presumptuous. I shall answer the, your question." Because I choose, because I so choose, not because of your force. It pleases me to tell you that I'm a manhunter, and I have walked among you poor, your poor mortal race for a thousand years, waiting for the moment when I should reveal myself. It pleased me to pretend to, in recent centuries to be a, dependent, uh, a, a, a descendant of Superman, an old enemy of the manhunters that he was. A touch of his blood did much to explain an odd power hastily revealed, or a youthfulness that defied decades. 
Using his names and others, I have waited until now. There is more on this earth than you know, legionnaires, even a race of immortals waiting to be born, a birth I was destined to abort. And uh, she throws some boy across the room. <laughs> like you do. Like you do. And then so she explains basically what we explained with Millennium. Uh-huh. Um, but from the other side, of course. Um, and so she says, and uh, so now in any of these, if any of these would be immortals uh, does emerge, I shall be waiting to slay them. And um, and so she says, you were superfluous and mortal as well. And some boy calls her name Laurel. And she goes, that was never my name, Dirk Morgan of Earth, but it pleases me that you will die with it on your lips. Kaboom! Take a drink. Take a drink. An earth-shattering drink. Yep. 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 So, um... Yeah. So that's Laurel. Um, <laughs> that's Laurel all over. Yeah. Um, some comments in the letters page from, uh, from people talking about the death of uh, Superboy. Including one, uh, Dear Ms. Berger, RE Legion number 38, the greatest hero of them all. Murderers! Ah, thank you. Feel much better now. Thank you for dedicating the issue to fellow Oklahoman, the late e. Nelson Bridwell. Now that was a superhero. Mm-hmm. All Truth. Right. All right. So, um, house ads uh, of note. Um, the uh, Green Arrow series was beginning. Uh, Mike Grell, Ed Hannigan, and Dick Giordano. Mm-hmm. Um, this is after the Longbow Hunters, correct? That's, that's right. So, yeah, this is the beginning of the of the Grell series, uh, which was in the new, in quote unquote new format. Um, and then the Forever People by uh, J.M. Demetrius, uh, w- with art by Paris Collins and Carl Kiesel, and it was a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, interestingly, at the end, a, uh, a Hellblazer ad. Huh? Yeah, for Jamie. Why not? Jamie Delano and John Ridgway demonstrate brilliantly demonstrate brilliantly that English horror didn't vanish with the fog and ghastly cobblestones of the Victorian era. So, there we go. Um, so that's that issue. All right, let's move into the next one. All righty. Here we go. Uh, Laurel is in her Manhunter garb on the cover uh, by Steve Lytle. He, she's holding Sunboy up there. And we have uh, Shady, Polar Boy, Invisible Kid, Brainy, Element Lad, Violet, Dream Girl, and Telus around her legs. So there you go. I guess it's no secret as to who the... Uh, traitor is now so we can get over that yeah and take a drink because yeah legion take a traitor. drink because our legion traitor there you go um we see the temple of the manhunters and there's still a kaboom going on so i think you can take another drink as well yeah this is and to wait to find a dream um and legionnaires are complaining i'm getting tired of people trying to blow me up <laughs> You think by now that they learn Legionnaires die hard? Ooh, uh, is that a movie reference? I don't know. <laughs> um, yippee ki Legionnaires. They, they, uh, when the first one was 86? Oh, so yeah, yeah could yeah. be. Could be, yeah. Um, basically, the Legionnaires, are, of course, are using their powers to keep the you know, explosion from damaging them at all. So it's not a problem uh, for them. Doobie doop doop. And all of them are really like, I just want a piece of Laurel now. That's basically what I'm after. Which so, is what Sunboy's been saying for ages. Sunboy's been saying that for some time, yep. yeah. So they finally get out of the conflagration that Laurel has buried them in. Um, 
but well, everybody but Brainy and Shady um, is out there in the um, force field underneath there. Um, so Sun Boy, Element Lad, and uh, are are making our way through the uh, the rubble, and Telus is directing them. And it's like, oh, there they are! Yay! Um, uh, Telus says, but sh- did she not claim to have been built by the Guardians themselves? And Shylock says, tell us you're sweet but naive. She also told us she was Superman's descendant, remember? Whoever Laurel Kent is, she's an awfully convincing liar. Yeah, that's a good viewpoint. Uh, and he says, I suppose you're correct, Shylock, but it's hard to admit to myself that she is the same human who was once my friend. Aw, poor Tellus. Meanwhile, back at HQ, Polar Boy, Timberwolf, and Dream Girl, for some reason, are mm-hmm. sitting around doing nothing. Um, so Brainy's like, yeah, there's no no trace that we can detect so we're coming home for now logical brainiac and dreamy's like he's always logical polar boy as opposed to present company do timberwolf and i still have to wait around <laughs> um i'm gonna have to have to have computer send up my whole auto beautician if you're going to keep us here oh goodness that could get messy um mm-hmm. So Polar Boy says, Dream Girl, I'll keep you busy. I, I promise. Get all the nearby Legionnaires back on duty. Call Cam, see if the off-world teams can come in. And Timberwolf, Roundup, Invisible Kid, Quizlet, and Wildfire. I haven't heard from them all day. Be serious, Polar Boy. Laurel isn't that dangerous. Are you sure, Dream Girl? So where are you going, oh great leader? To think about this, Timberwolf, I'll admit, Laurel's got me confused. And uh, so the Legionnaires have gathered in the meeting room. I am here, mes amis, in slightly in disarray. What is the matter? <laughs> sorry, I just had to do it. <coughs> and Polar Boy's like, sorry, but I was trying to get my thoughts straight. With the team shorthanded and spread out on so many missions, I was analyzing our resources. And um, <coughs> considering the first group had already failed to apprehend Laurel, they don't seem sufficient. And Brainy says, hardly a radical conclusion, Polar Boy. Have you a, a solution instead of an observation? I sent word to the Legionnaires helping the SP with the roundup of Star- Starfinger's hirelings, and Dream Girl was going to contact the ones closer to home. Invisible Kid was resting, as anyone signaling his room would have found out, Polar Boy. I am sorry you were confused by my absence? Mm-hmm. Quizlet and Wildfire didn't respond to signals, and Computer has no record of their departure, so Timberwolf is looking for them. Well, that's helpful. And Chameleon Boy left this holo tape in the file for us. And Elemental Lad says, oh no, he didn't. Regrettably, I can't take you all into my confidence, but it's necessary for me to use my status as head of the Legion's Espionage Squad to sign up for some detached duty. Breep. Of undetermined duration. Breep. I hope to see you again. Breep. Well, glad some things don't change. He's still short, sweet, and mysterious. And usually correct, Violet. (laughs) Cam can't do this, not when we have so few members active and on Earth. Um... Dream Girl says, if you check the bylaws, Polar Boy, you'll find that he can. It's a privilege we voted the Espionage Squad years ago. You could put it up for repeal, but that wouldn't be retroactive anyway. Oh, Dream Girl. Her and her Legion Constitution days. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're still trying to figure everything out. Meanwhile, Timberwolf is going to go find Quizlet and Wildfire, and he finally gets the door open, and it's a white room with a black dot in it. That's odd. Hmm. So Legionnaires are off to um, the greater Amazon region for some reason. 
Um, the SP's databank showed that uh, there were rumors of immortality cults as well as unsolved thefts of energy from the, the region's power sphere that could have a thousand different explanations. But as they come down, um, Dreamy gets zapped. I, ooh, Zam. Isn't it funny how she gets information about other people's missions but not her own? <laughs> and uh, the Legionnaires are like, watch out! May I suggest you all stay behind my force shield until we see exactly what's going on, uh, who's firing at us from below. Shady, since it's easier for them to see us than for us to look through the overhang of the jungle, you'd like me to equalize matters? Gladly, Element Lad. I'll make them wish for the normal darkness of a forest night. And she she does her best. And I, I gotta hand it to Steve Lytle. He is channeling his best Todd McFarlane cape here. Oh, no, no. This is this is, this is uh, uh, Greg LaRoque. Ozig, look, Greg LaRoque. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. Ugh. He is channeling his best. Todd McFarlane on that shady cape right there. <coughs> Excuse me. Ugh. So, um, the guys don't have anything to, to, to shoot at, so they stop firing. And they, uh, Legionnaires come down out of everything, and they're like, Telus is uh, trying to telepathically explain who they are and what's going on um they are they're looking at brainy like oh oh you're a kaluan you have you have long life like yeah nothing genetics would enable you to benefit from i'm afraid actually i'm more interested in your secrets specifically if there's any trace here of the peculiar radiation used by the guardians or the green lanterns surely if your group included some of the um, emergent immortals they predicted they would be watching over you and it seems that they are not. I'm guessing he's talking about the ones who become the new guardians. Right. Then either Laurel was wrong and none of these almost immortals survive on Earth or we're simply looking for them in the wrong place. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then that was a waste of four pages wasn't it? <laughs> um, Science Police Headquarters um do you believe that girl? I've got 10 requests for transfers off Mars already, and Gigi's barely sat down at her desk. Siobhan, she's going to do me proud in her first command. <laughs> I never doubted it, Chief Zendak, but I hope I'll get the chance, the same chance someday. Maybe, but not until you've had the experience Kuzumano did. Legion liaison is a good duty, but not as command training. And my new executive officer is going to be posted from another command, unfortunately. Oh, I wasn't expecting that job yet, sir. Major alert coming in, Chief Siobhan. Uh, <laughs> Grand King is being attacked. What? And uh, Laurel is basically blazing the Grand Canyon with heat vision, yelling, no man escapes the Manhunters, blah, blah, blah. And the Legionnaires show up. We're prepared for you now, Legionnaires. I've adapted the Emerald Energy to give me the power to see through your darkness. Drop it, Shady. She's not bluffing. I've dissembled many times on the lab, but never bluffed. Over the centuries in hidings, I have improved my android form many times, using the Guardian's ancient gift of power. I have many abilities they never planned for me. Hmm. And Darren's taking a drink. Ugh. <laughs> and for interfering with my sacred mission, you must feel those strengths. My burning energies don't harm you, do they, son boy? And of course, uh, they do. And you see the Legion just basically piling on her, and it's nothing is doing any good. 
Um, Violet's <clears throat> not able to affect her. Invisible Kid smashes his hand against her. It's, yeah. And uh, Dreamy gets another hot foot. And Sunboy decides to try to appeal to her humanity. And she says, I'm a manhunter. I have no wish to be merely human. Wham! And gives him the body clock of a lifetime. And Violet catches him. She's beyond reasoning with Sunboy. Um, hmm, the readings on this radiation detector are completely contradictory. No green energies, and yet there is something. Of course, it's the Manhunter itself. It uses a primitive form of the same wavelengths. If I adjust for that, it's clear that there's no sign of the Guardians or Green Lanterns acting in this vicinity. I need to recalibrate the phase converters. So and, yeah, and reverse it through the polarity. Yeah. Deflector uh, uh, shield. Yeah. Ah. Uh, what an interesting theory, Brainiac 5. And uh, Laurel Kent takes that. Once more, I must thank you for making another contribution to the Manhunter cause. <laughs> really? Meanwhile, Cam sets foot on Rimbor to begin his undercover work. Shocking mm -hmm. that he starts on Rimbor, isn't it, kids? Well, you know. <clears throat> Meanwhile, back in the Himalayas, Laurel is... Uh, trying to track down these immortals. Um, and she gets trapped. Um, well, she thinks by the immortals, but no, it's by the legionnaires. Um, Element Lads encased her in a shell of inertron. She breaks up out of it easy. Whoosh. Um, you plague me even here in the citadel of those I was appointed to destroy legionnaires? Leave me and let me finish my mission. No, not if you wish to be free to murder. Strong as you are, Laurel, you can't be indestructible. And if you are only a machine, as you claim, our Legion code won't preserve your life. If I agreed with you, Sunboy, I'd just change our asteroid parts to gas and watch her evaporate, but I can't. You won't stop her any other way, Element Lad. Correct, Sunboy. What, something else holds me now? The power of my mind, Android, for I will call you classmate no longer. The greater fool you, you tell us. For surely that was your only appeal to my mercy. Thwam. I have you in my force shield. Tell us, don't panic. Laurel, I mean, Manhunter, you're right. It's time to stop playing around. Burn. And then they, they get all, you know, crackly, crackly. Mm-hmm. Goes, um, to have burned my, to have burned me back through layers of ancient decaying, what, decaying? I've been so occupied with the humans, my programming has failed to note my surroundings. The levels of radiation indicate... The power of the Owens helped craft these halls or watched over them, but there is no one alive within. If immortals emerged from the millennium old crisis, perhaps they built these halls but abandoned them, they surely did. But they go to the stars as the Guardians dreamed and the Grand Master feared. Perhaps I should have been programmed to emerge after a hundred years or a half century, but now I am surely too late. There she is. One last chance, Laurel, surrender. That will not be necessary, Legionnaires. I admit my failure. Good, then you won't mind if I shrink inside you and cut your power rays off, will you? <laughs> Wait, Violet, you heard her surrender. That is not what I said, Brainiac 5. I said it will not be necessary for you to disable me. At long last, no man escapes the Manhunters is no longer true. You are my witnesses that I did all I could be done. It is not my fault I was programmed to lay await too long. Farewell, Legionnaires. If you meet the Immortals in the stars someday, give them my greetings. Legionnaires inside my force shield. Mm -hmm. Kaboom. 
Yep. <clears throat> and basically she blows up. Ugh. And they give her a quasi-rocky burial. And that's basically it. They've never heard of these immortals and that they are probably legends lost to time, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, back at Legion headquarters, uh, Timberwolf tells um, Polar Boy that there's no sign of Wildfire and Quizlet and the room is just really weird. Um, and Atmos shows up to join the Legion. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, yes. Lack Atmos. of armpit, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So there we go. Um, so you got a twofer, even though, you know, I sound really gravelly. You got a twofer. Yeah, I know. Because we wanted to get this over with. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're just kind of watching our timing over the next several episodes because true. There's, some good, there's some good stuff coming up. As bad as this was, there's some really great stuff coming up. I Answer to an earlier question, the um, Manhunter in Batman was Commissioner Gordon. He had, oh. but he wasn't um, uh, a human. Is he a scroll? No, he wasn't. Yeah, right. He wasn't a, a human sleeper agent. He actually, at that point, had been replaced by uh, a Manhunter robot. Ah. Or, sorry, Manhunter robot. Robot? Robot, yep. So, um, and the um, members of the uh, New Guardians, and, uh, and, you know, this, again... This isn't purely a millennium thing, but may as well mention them. Uh, Betty Clawman, who was kind of the uh, Aboriginal Dreamtime. Estranio uh-huh. um, uh, from Peru. Uh-huh. Uh, Floronic Man, uh, Jason Woodrow, um, former supervillain, uh, became Floro, I believe they called him. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Gloss, who was a Chinese woman channeling the mystic dragon lines of the earth. Um... And she actually ended up joining the Global Guardians later on. I think a bunch of them did. Yeah. Um, Harbinger, of course. Um, uh, Jet, who was an English girl who could manipulate electromagnetic fields to a variety of effects. Um, Also went to join the Global Guardians. Uh, Ram, who was formerly a Japanese man, now became a being of silicon and electronics. He was physically durable and had the ability to communicate with electrical equipment over great distances um, and was reportedly killed in, uh, during a battle in Roulette's Casino. And, finally, Thomas Kalmaku. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, we, who we don't call pie face. No, we do not. And... Uh, um, uh, he originally turned down their offer of advancement, but later de- developed the superpower to bring out the best in people. Um, and uh, subsequently left the team and has shown no further signs of possessing such powers. Shocker. Yeah. So uh, it uh, didn't take terribly long for them to uh, to say, yeah, we're kind of done. Um, yep. Oops. Yeah. So... Um, it was twelve. They their 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 series was spun off, ran for twelve issues from nineteen eighty eight through nineteen eighty nine before being canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was uh, uh, the, the, written uh, by uh, Steve Englehart, who was of course the Millennium writer, and drawn by Joe Staten, who was the artist of Millennium. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I will give them this: it was the most racially diverse cast in a comic book. 
at mm-hmm. the time, I mm-hmm. would bet. Absolutely. Absolutely, even more so than that. That, that, that was mainstream, at least, you know. Yeah, well, when you think about it, the, you know, the new X Men when that started, you know, that that was an that was a, a big attempt at diversity. You know, you had you had people. It was an international team, but I think they took it a step further with, uh, um, with uh, New Guardians, and you know that was, um, you know, there were some things that they did better than others. But mm-hmm. you know, when you look at Estraniel, he was the fir- one of the first obviously homosexual characters. Oh yeah. Um, and, um, you had a villain that was kind of brought into the fold and, and turned around. Um, but yeah, so, so definitely, uh, a more diverse cast than most. Yep. And so there were some, there were some interesting bits here and there. And I remember that series, it was, it actually wasn't bad. Um, you know, considering where, from whence it came. True. Yeah. Very true. So, um, all right. So. Um, so Laurel is out, um, and everything, of course, this, this is one of the things, you know, there's these sort of retcon things that, that, you know, some of them end up being the, uh, um, oh, this is slightly different than what you thought. This is one of those, everything you knew was wrong. Um, and, and you mentioned earlier about her having been shot, yeah. Um, and how, you know, they, like they had a, a good look at the physiology then. Oh, yeah. And um, she bled. Yeah. Yeah. So not so fast. Not so fast. Yeah. So um, anyway, so that yeah, that went badly. Yeah. Um, well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she did. um uh, she originally appeared in uh, Superboy two seventeen, actually. Mm-hmm. And, it was uh, it was early. Yeah, she's a long established character. Yeah, June June nineteen seventy six. So she she lasted just over eleven years. Um, and was created by Jim Shooter and Mike Grell. Mm. Um. So yeah, it would have been that 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 early. Um, uh, Legion Academy type, uh, uh, story that was, you know, one of the first and was so great. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so it was a shame. Um, but, um, you know, she she had uh, this. This wouldn't be the only, you know, like. So we had Laurel as a descendant of Superman, and uh, and after um, Zero Hour in the reboot, or actually even before that, in Five Year Later, um, when there needed to be a replacement for Supergirl, the kind of, we kind of got a combination, and her name was, of course, Laurel. Yep. And, and that was, of course, Laurel Gand. And, um, and so, uh, so she kind of fit in a couple of spots there, right? She, she kind of replaced... Uh, um, you know, there were aspects of her that replaced uh, this Laurel. There were aspects of her, you know, she was a, a descendant of Valor. And, um, but, you know, she kind of more or less replaced, uh, well, literally replaced Supergirl. I mean, they even redid uh, um, the Supergirlfriends story. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and so she would actually be around for a while. You know, she, she was part of that Zero Hour Legion as well. Uh, so when the Legion got rebooted, we 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 had Laurel Gand as Andromeda, and um, 
so yeah, you know, I mean, there there were kind of event, you know, different different aspects that were kind of thrown in and uh, made into that came out of that little story stew. Um, and then post Infinite Crisis in uh, Superman Batman number eighty, um, Laurel was revealed to be a member of the Superman dynasty in the thirty first century, where she operated as Superwoman. Mm-hmm. Uh, her associates included Brain Taylor and, that's right, Kent Shakespeare. Of course, who was the uh, who was the Batman and Superman of that area er, of that era, and Tom Wayne, uh, who was uh, Robin from the Robin Three Thousand series, and it was also uh, revealed that she's once again going by the name Elna, perhaps to distance herself from the Manhunter who impersonated her. Mm. I'd forgotten about that story. <laughs> Some in- interesting stuff in that in that Superman Batman series. Mm-hmm. Wow. Elna. Yeah. All those names. An, an, an yeah. anagram an anagram for Lane. Lane, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, so that uh, gives you uh, um, sort of the long and short, as it were, of uh, of Laurel Kent. Indeed. And uh, I think we can wrap this one up. Woohoo! And, uh, um, so... Um, Our voice will love that if we do. There you have it. There you have it. Uh, so next week we uh, we're gonna go visit Quizlet. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's you know Quiz- Quizlet's uh, story, right? Well, that's what he says. Yeah. So yes. Oop-a-doop. So so he says. So we will so check that out fun. next week, and and lots of great stuff coming up over the next several weeks, folks, as we lead up to episode four hundred. Mm-hmm. We got stuff planned. And believe gonna, it or not, and we're, yeah, and we're gonna find out what's going on. What what's Chameleon Boy up to? <laughs> no good shenanigans, sir. Yeah, shenanigans. No good can come of any of it. Mm-mm. So comments, as always, are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. Uh, we are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all those things, you can have it to our website. Legion of Substitutepodcasters.com, where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble. But wait, is it really just a Manhunter construct? Mm hmm. And we will see you all next week. No man escapes the Manhunters. <laughs>